Welcome to the special 500 days to go edition of Gold Coast Gold. That's right, we're now only 500 days away from the opening of the X1 Commonwealth Games Gold Coast 2018. I'm Dave Robbo and I'm excited to be joined inside the Kelvin Kirko Lounge here at Gold Coast Airport by one of the world's biggest and most passionate advocates for the Commonwealth Games movement, Mr Silas Moss. Mossy, welcome and can you start by describing your emotions with 500 to go? I'm excited um, and I'm sort of really just jumping out of my skin at the, the prospects of another home games and we've got a great opportunity, just 500 days to go, the, the waters are warming up up here in Gold Coast and the people, well it's a frenzy down here at the airport. But Gold Coast is no doubt mate, they're already calling it, it's going to be the greatest game, they called Glasgow the greatest games but Gold Coast is set, it's the gold, it's the greatest games uh, elect, I'm, I'm, I'm sure of that and mate I'm calling it, I'm thinking it's, I'm thinking it's going to be the biggest event to hit the shores of Queensland since 1988 and who can't forget the World Expo held at Southbank there. I'm pretty sure you were there, I was there as well and a lot of kids, our, our vintage will remember back to that. It's going to be huge. Mate, it was about four years ago I posted a, a picture on Instagram, I broke a mug that was uh, from the World Expo 88 with the tagline, together we'll show the world. And I'll tell you what, it was the first time I ever ate calamari as well <laughs> up there on the Gold Coast. And I didn't eat calamari for another 10 years but I'm sure the organisers will be looking again to rectify the great... The, the, the debacle or the calamity that was the, the, ca the calamari problem that's uh, World Expo 88. Well, it's been a huge week of games excitement. The biggest yet, in fact. And let's kick off uh, with a few of the topical points that have come up during the week. Number one, the ambassadors. And uh, before this week, Mossy, we had three official ambassadors named, all proud Gold Coasters or Queenslanders. We had Sally, the scientist, uh, Cam McAvoy, and Goanna, Anna Mears. And uh, this week, mate, Kurt Fernley from the very far south reaches of the Gold Coast. We call it Far South Gold Coast. Uh, from Newcastle, that's right. He was named as the fourth official ambassador. Your reaction to this, mate? Well, isn't there a, a great song out there about the, the Queensland Maroons and where they get their players from? <laughs> where's Newcastle? That's, that's in, in Queensland. Queensland. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. Look, it was great to see uh, the kid from Carcor now resides in Newcastle get you know elected to, to, to represent Australia on the big scene. And uh, wasn't he fantastic to see him at the at the launching uh, of the Queen's Baton Relay today? Well, we're going to get onto the baton very shortly because that's another topical point. But uh, you're right. And it's incredible uh, that we, we saw Kurt. I mean, we, we we interviewed him in July, let's not forget, at the Gold Coast Airport Marathon. No surprise that they've named him because we actually announced him as an ambassador ourselves back in July. Have a listen to this. You're an ambassador to the, uh, to the Games, you're heavily involved with promoting it. How excited are you in the lead up before that big one? Man, it's hard to believe I was actually part of the bid process yeah. and I did the last speech in St Kitts to, to, to win the bid, uh, touring the facilities before the bid was a... It was a it was a thought, or but while it was still gaining momentum, uh, pushing on the course here for the first time, uh, coming back on six thousand of the marathoners on the other way, they were all screaming, "Kurt!" I got a bit, I kind of thinking that this is going to be the last run in a couple of years, and with all that support there, it, it was a bit of emotional. Yeah. Uh, you give me goosebumps. May, so, uh, yeah. it, it's hard to believe in 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 less than two years time we're going to be here in the Commonwealth Games and those 6,000 runners are going to be the the, the 6,000 like people on the on the sidelines yes. and there's there's going to be you know it's it's going to be one of the most emotional start lines of my life uh, it's going to be the one of the emotional finishes of my life and and to know that's here to know that's my last run my last green and gold run it's uh it's awesome 
and some of the reaction from Kurt himself. He says, it's incredible to share the Gold Coast 2018 dream alongside fellow ambassadors Sally, Cam and enemies. It will be an historic Games with the largest integrated para-sport program ever at a Commonwealth Games. It's a wonderful opportunity for para-athletes across the Commonwealth to compete at Gold Coast 2018. I want to know if Kurt Fernley is going to look outside the sport, his sport of athletics, and take on a bit of powerlifting or a bit of para-canoe, para-triathlon. Why not? Well, if you look at the uh, some of the things he was wearing uh, today, which you'll probably allude at, uh, maybe even playing a whole different sport. Lawn bowls, cricket, <laughs> who knows? But mate, the big question I want to ask you is who's next? So we've got four ambassadors now, the official Gold Coast 2018 ambassadors. Who can we expect to be named now? I'm thinking the floodgates will open. They've obviously picked a New South Welshman. It can be game on. Are we looking to Port Moresby next? Are we going to New Zealand? What's the go? <laughs> no, I think we'll stay with the Gold Coast. And I'm thinking uh, Commonwealth Games icons. And I'm also thinking of someone who might have written a book. I think you, you need to have you know, written a book or, book or wrote a blog or maybe have sent 500 tweets or something like that. And I'm thinking of none other than Roald Gold himself, the man made famous by being cheered off the bowling green, beating the big arms up in the air, <laughs> the Australian flag draped around his neck. We're talking about Kelvin Kirko uh, himself. Yes. And uh, look, I'm going to make a late bid for him not only to be included as an ambassador, but, to, but for him to be the Lord Mayor of the village. And I reckon the chef de mission. Was well, look, I think it'd be very fitting, and I'd be I'd be very surprised if he's not named as an ambassador very very shortly. Um, other Gold Coast based sporting stars. I mean, you've got fellow gold medalist uh, Michael Shelley recently from, from the Glasgow Com Games in the marathon. You've even got uh, looking across at some other sports Courtney Atkinson in the triathlon now. He's sort of, you know, he's hung up the, the boots a little bit, but I, I wouldn't be surprised they're using him in some ads. I'm seeing that already. Glynis Nunn, she's a gold coaster these days. Former champion uh, on the track in the heptathlon. But what about some other sports too? I mean, we've mentioned this on other shows, Mossy, Gold Coast go, Gold episodes, Gary Ablett Jr., Mick Fanning, I mean, surely they're going to rope him in. Parco, these guys. Well, it's crazy. You've got uh, some of the best waves in all of Australia, most consistent and best, in particular for competition size, are in surfing. So, you know, you've got Joel Parkinson, uh, you've got uh, Mick Fanning, as you mentioned there, Dingo Morrison, a whole heap of people there on their home patch. Nice little window open for a couple of weeks. I reckon it's a perfect opportunity to uh, display the wares of Australia with all these good looking blokes and girls. Uh, on their boards, uh, having a bit of fun. Now, I canvassed social media to find out what the, the, the feeling was like amongst the masses to see who they thought the next ambassador would be. The logical uh, progression from naming Kurt Fernley is obviously naming Kurt Fernley's chair. Uh. And, and we've seen he's getting prolific on Twitter, um, getting a bit big for his boots, I've got to say. So expect uh, maybe even number five ambassador, Fernley's chair. I'm thinking, I'm hearing they're wanting to try and lure in Usain Bolt. Wouldn't be a silly move to try and just launch, just make him an ambassador as well, lock him in, and that might be his swan song on the Gold Coast. So don't be surprised if they do that. But Mossy, these are the official ambassadors. What about space for the unofficial ambassadors? Who are they going to pick there? Um, I'm putting a nomination forward for you and I straight away. Um, any, anyone else come to mind there in the unofficial stakes? Well, I'm thinking of the uh, South Queensland crusher legend <laughs> himself, uh, Trevor Gilmeister. The Perfect. axe. Bring out the axe. Perfect. We'll bring out the crowds. Well, Matty, Matty Rogers, I've seen uh, his face popping up. Oh, he might be on the organising committee and, uh, you know, another star of the Gold Coast. So you never know uh, who they're going to pick here. So, mate, that's, uh, that's Ambassador Watch. I, I want to turn our attention now to the other big announcement that happened on the same day as the Kurt Fernley uh, announcement. 
the Australian Commonwealth Games Association. Well, they've got themselves a new name, new logo, completely revamped the brand, a new uh, colour scheme as well. And I love it. I've got to say, it's fresh, it's fun. Uh, and most importantly, it's uh, dominated by green and gold. So they're called the Australian, it's called Commonwealth Games Australia now. And uh, first thing I wanted to do when I saw the colour scheme, I wanted to go out to the shops and buy myself a pine lime splice. That's the thing that came to me and I think that's perfect when it's a hot day on the Gold Coast. You want an ice cream. Uh, great to see our mate Jumpy featured on the logo there as well. But what was your reaction to seeing the, the new uh, approach from the Commonwealth Games Australia? Well, what I like is what Commonwealth Games Australia has done better than the, the AOC that have gone all boring and traditional, you know, tried to jazz things up, which they really didn't do anything. They came up with a terrible hashtag, come with us, and, you know, they're the ones to blame for the uh, the poor showing over there in Rio. But Commonwealth Games Australia said, no, let's let's get with the program. They said, they, they took a look around on the streets. They noticed a lot of people are starting to wear, um, you know, like fluoro colours again. So the 80s are back. They're well, looking at 1988. They're thinking, and I remember 1988, I clearly remember. It was the first ever hyper colour t-shirt. You wore it to the expo. <laughs> I think I got it after the expo because yeah. the expo was so good. I just thought I've got to buy something. <laughs> so I think it's it's a real sort of green and yellow, or green and gold. Sorry, um, or is it yellow? That's the question. Well, Maybe they're bucking with tradition. Hyper colour action. I think we should see more of this. Get the undies, the shirts, the hats, all those things out there, and change the colours up. Speaking of fashion, uh, Mossy, well, none other than the chef de mission, chef, uh, master chef as we call him, Steve Monaghetti. He was on hand at Griffith University for the media conference announcing the new look logo and, and brand. And uh, isn't he a sharp dresser, Mossy? I'm, I'm going to say it out there. I mean, I saw the photo of him. He's the king of the untucked shirt. And doesn't that just reek of relaxed Gold Coast vibe? And Mona, he wears it so well. And uh, yeah, just taking to that new logo and the new outfit. And I've got to say, if he's got a few spare shirts lying around, I'll, we'll happily wear them. Uh, untucked, of course. But great to see uh, the new brand and, and, and all well done to the uh, Australian Com Games. It's like, um, he's, he's, he's a really cool character. We, we love Monas, but yeah, untucked, <laughs> unshaven. Uh, Uncle Mo Monas, that's what we'll have to start calling. Good old Uncle Mona, what's he been up to? Because yeah, yeah he's like that uncle who turns up. He's you know pretty cool. He's got the uh, the old uh, the, the shaving not happening. And uh, yeah, look, he's in charge at the moment. But look, I'd be very very surprised if uh, if we turn around and we don't see Kelvin Kirko being the chef de mission. Now, uh, third point on the on the radar here, mate. Just today, 500 days to go. It's a huge celebration, and the Queen's baton has finally been unveiled. A lot of people have been just asking about it. They said, forget about the games, we want to know what's happening with the Queen's Baton. Well, finally we had a little look at it and wasn't it amazing? The design, the time and effort, the local uh, engineers and designers from Brisbane that they handpicked to look look after it. Also, the Queen's Baton route uh, all around the world. The Queen, on, the, what was that? <laughs> the Queen kicks it off, it starts at Buckingham Palace in March next year and then it goes to every Commonwealth country and... Uh, oh, do you mean route? Route, I oh, think. Yes, route. Yeah, don't okay, get confused. Yeah, but let, listen to this, Mossy. This is the description of the baton, or is it baton? Made using macadamia wood and reclaimed plastic sourced from Gold Coast waterways. <laughs> now, canals, I'm thinking there. The baton's design has been inspired by the region's vibrant spirit, indigenous heritage and with sustainability in mind. City of Gold Coast uh, Mayor Tom Tate, he says this, it's a very special day for all Gold Coast residents. The baton says so much about who we are, where we come from, our past, present and our future. It tells a story that every Gold Coaster can identify, whether it's the hinterland, our ever-evolving city or the incredible coastline we call home. Now, 
Kurt was on standby. Sally was there, a whole bunch of other athletes. But Kurt Fernley, uh, he had to obviously, couldn't get his fingerprints on the baton because it's like the Melbourne Cup, obviously. Uh, so he donned his old... That is nothing like the Melbourne <laughs> Cup. <laughs> but they wear these gloves. So he wore his old cricket batting inners to use as protective gloves <laughs> when he was handling this new baton. Uh, Mossy, I'll put it to you. How important is the baton, the Queen, and is the Commonwealth Games and our inclusion <laughs> the only reason we've held off becoming a republic? <laughs> Are we going to start a Republican debate right, <laughs> yeah. right now? I'm not sure if we possibly can, but uh, look, if it's good enough for the Queen, if it's good enough for King Kurt, then it's good enough for me. Look, come uh, time, come into the, the Commonwealth Games themselves, and I think that baton could actually be quite handy, Robbo. Well, I'm thinking in a practical sense, Mossy, most definitely. Let's make some replicas of the Queen's baton and use them, make them compulsory, compulsory for use in the athletics track, in the relays there. Uh, but let's get... Uh, them involved in the triathlon. There's going to be relay events there as well. But even swimming, Mossy, why have we never had uh, batons handed over in the swimming relays as well? So that needs to happen as well. We need to start training our swimmers to get used to swimming with the Queen's baton. Right, that wraps up a huge week. As I said, a couple of quick points to finish with. Uh, mascot watch, Borobi, rate his performance so far. Is he doing enough? I mean, he's only got 1,523 followers on Twitter, only a handful more on Insta. 500 days out, uh, he's tracking a long way behind Clyde, the mascot from Glasgow. He's got to lift his game, I think. What do you reckon? Well, Clyde was real. Clyde, um, you know, he had, it, was, it was a thistle, and he looked like a thistle. This Borobi or Borobi or whatever you want to call it, does he look like a koala? Not at all. I've never seen a blue koala. I've never seen a koala with the yellow on him whatsoever but look doing his absolute best but I think has to lift his game because at the end of the day the whole of the Commonwealth Games experience rests on the mascot that's and that's why Glasgow was so good that's why back you know in the Sydney Olympics why we were so good yep. well it's time for uh, Barobi or Borobai whatever you want to call him to yep. uh, step up to the mark and if he doesn't pull his weight well we've got Schoolie the bull shark waiting in the wings as the reserve mascot and it's a big week for Schoolie as well expect him to become very active because it is indeed Schoolie's week yes. up, uh, here on the Gold Coast so uh, look out for that final one venues update Mossy I believe we're tracking well we're tracking so well in fact that they're considering the organisers considering pulling the whole thing forward a year and we're going to launch it in April 2017. Um, in particular, the Anamir's Velodrome, well, it's open, ready to go. We could hold the event tomorrow. And the Coomera Indoor uh, Sports Centre as well. So great to see, for once, a game's well ahead of schedule and uh, that must make the organisers feel good. No, the organisers, they'll be feeling terrible if it's ahead of time because <laughs> there'll be no publicity coming uh, into the game. Controversy. So there will be a, a moment where they'll be suddenly, suddenly slowed up and everyone will be off surfing for a couple of days and weeks and months. The next thing you know, they're running behind schedule and haven't heard anything about the handball arena, haven't heard anything about Kelvin Kirko's uh, statue being erected outside of the, the stadium. So they, they've got a lot of work to do. Well, that's it, folks. Uh, next big milestone coming up will be the 400 days to go and then the big one on April the 5th, one year to go. So, uh, folks, enjoy the ride, uh, share the dream and happy 500 days to go. Bye.